Gracious Luges Podcast, episode 46. I'm Paul. And I'm Casey. And uh, man, we're right here. We're on the horizon of real live sports again. Right? I know. It's it's coming soon. Pretty excited. Um, Whether or not it happens, but it probably will, right? I think it's going to start, at least. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to finish. Finish, yeah. I mean, it'll finish one way or the other, I suppose. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but you know, th- there's some basketball stuff going on. There's baseball gearing up. Um, but, of course, we're going to take this episode and talk about football, because that makes sense. <laughs> sure. Why not? But, yeah. So, we're going to do our first of, um, first of six divisional previews uh, in the NFL. But before we get to that, Casey, what are you drinking today? Uh, right now, I have a couple of Block 15s, but the one I'm enjoying is a Block 15 uh, called Golden Canary, which is a blended golden wild ale mm. matured in oak bar- barrels. Um and it's really, really good. Like yeah. I, I just tried it right, right, just a second ago before you brought it, the the beer up, and um, yeah, it's a sour. Which they, you know, they have those bottles that they they have a bunch of sours that Block Fifteen that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, God, man, it's so like it's sour on the on the on the beginning, and then it kind of fades away, and then ends with like this kind of sweet honey note at the very end. It's it's really good. Cheers to Block Fifteen and the Golden Canary. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, how about yourself? I'm drinking bourbon. Bourbon, all right. Yeah, I nice. uh, I only have I have two beers in the house and they're not in the fridge. So I uh, oh, I poured yeah, myself a, a nice tall glass of uh, Bullet Bourbon and a pint uh, glass full of Bullet Bourbon. <laughs> not, not quite. By the end it's, of this, by the end of this, you're gonna be you're gonna be out of it. It was a, it was a rocks glass <laughs> to the top. So nice, sure. <laughs> a good pour, a good pour, a solid a good pour. bourbon pour, a solid pour, like yeah. a good like four fingers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, so before we get into the divisional preview, um, let's quickly talk about the Blazers. Um, sure. So they finally signed someone today to yeah. fill the uh, Trevor Ariza void. They signed Jalen Adams. Yeah. Uh, was a... I've never heard of the kid. No, wasn't he like a MVP runner-up in the G League? Yep. Whatever that means. I mean, that could be something, right? It could be something. Um, the concerning depth. the concerning part to me is he plays point guard. Oh, does he really? Yeah, he's he's a very little point guard too. He's like six feet tall. So okay. so so huh. I, at first I was I was kind of scratching <laughs> my head and thinking this is a this is a horrible move. It's a horrible move. But then the more I'm thinking about it, that maybe there's some good to this. And the mm-hmm. reason being is if if the Blazers believe that Gary Trent Jr can be that starting three, yeah. a small ball three, and you have another ball handler off the bench, then sure. in theory, you could run Simons as the backup two off yeah. the ball, where I think he is way, way better. Um, Definitely. I, do not, I, I don't I, think he is a point guard. <laughs> no, I think Simons is definitely a, a C.J. McCollum-style shooting guard. Sure, and who knows? He he could develop into that at some point, but it looks like he's not going to be that. No, he's super young. But uh, yeah, I, I actually think that our that's been kind of an issue with us, anyways. Is that uh, that playmaking ability off the bench? Um, like like we thought it was going to be Simons, and it clearly wasn't. So I, I do think that that I've been thinking for a while that we we kind of needed like a, a veteran. This is this isn't a veteran, but some sort of point guard to. To help ease, I guess uh, my, the ball handling of CJ and Dame. Uh, my my big question, I guess, would be if you we still need a wing, though. <laughs> we, yeah, we still need a wing. I, I, I mean, to me, it looks like they're going to start Trent and they're going to run Little and Hazonia as the backup wing. Sure, um, but you could you could yes. be in worse spots. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I'm surprised they signed a guy like Jalen Adams only because you had a point guard out there like Jamal Crawford. Oh yeah, who definitely. Can, who's you know a microwave who yeah. can score immediately. He's old though, so yeah. I, I so I get it. Or Tim Frazier, who was you know lifelong sure. Blazer. Tim Frazier, but, buddies with buddies Dame. Buddies with Dame and CJ. Um, yeah. But you know, say lovey. Here we are. Um, sure. I don't think and it matters I think they that have much. one. No, probably not. And they have one more spot, I believe. Um, whether or not they're actually going to use it or not. They do. I'm, I I, it, I'm not so sure they're going to use it right away. Yeah, sure. Um, it's hard to say, but I also think that it, it it's advantageous for teams to use it right away because we're seeing so many spikes in the COVID numbers, mm-hmm. not only in Florida, just in general, but in yeah. in the NBA yeah. community, there's been quite a bit. Uh, today, you yeah. were telling me about the Nets. The Nets, yeah. Um, so uh, it sounds like Jordan tested positive and is not going to play in Orlando, and Dinwiddie tested positive, uh, and oof. is it's up it's up in the air whether or not he's going to play. <clears throat> so I mean, they have Karis Avert. <laughs> right, but they we'll do. see about Dinwiddie. They do. They, I, they're I can in, see. I'm they're sure Dinwiddie wants to play, but yeah, oh yeah, big time, big time trouble. Because you don't have Kyrie. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, exactly. Um, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Wilson Chandler's not playing either, but I don't know if that really matters. I don't yeah. know if he, he has played much for them anyway. Uh, he's kind of all over the hill. Yeah, it's depth. Yeah, sure. They want depth just yeah. to have the depth. Um. But yeah, season starts in a couple weeks. A lot of mm-hmm. a lot of the Blazer games are going to be early, um, before right. one p.m. Pacific. Yeah. Uh, pretty rough, rough go, tough sledding for the Blazers, uh, yeah. schedule wise. Really but, rough schedule. You know, uh, yeah, just one game at a time. Play the team in front of you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See what happens. So um, there are no gimmies, and you never know if someone else is going to test positive. Blazers or otherwise, yeah. or if or if teams are even gonna, some teams might not even be, mo- all that motivated. I don't know. Maybe they will. I I don't really know. I don't know. I uh, I'm I'm really curious to see how how the young teams come out of this. You know, team sure. teams yeah. that are you know very young, like generally speaking, New Orleans, who has a very easy schedule, or Memphis, who's right now in that eight seed, or Sacramento. Yeah. Um, well, it looks like Sacramento's got a bunch of outbreaks too. Um, yeah, I think I, I think they're gonna play, but like we're talking, yeah, they were kind of like a week ago or something. Yeah, like that, I mean, so. Buddy Heald and Alex Len, and yeah. uh, there was somebody else I forgot, but crazy. Oh, Jabari yeah. Parker, yeah, very... which was the one? Jabari Parker. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, NFL news, man. Uh, the final, yeah, the final, the big one, big uh, domino to fall. Cam Newton. Cam Newton to the Patriots. By the, the Patriots for the the minimum, I believe, with a bunch of. Uh, um, uh, incentive laden uh, incentives yeah. yes incentives for you know whatever so and, and I, I i i suspect he's gonna start from day one i would agree i i don't know why you would sign him and then start stidham i would agree I, and i think yeah. he has inc- it's like a, there's it's like incredible a, upside there with cam newton as the quarterback oh yeah if he's definitely healthy, if he's healthy mm-hmm. um but there's a lot of things at play here like one it, it's you're you're asking a quarterback to step in to start a game for the Patriots that wasn't drafted by the Patriots. That hasn't happened since 2003. Yeah. Um, Scott Seculis, if you remember him. Oh, yeah. Was the last undrafted undrafted by the Patriots uh, quarterback to start a game for them. Um, You also, the the question... How did that go? The question is, what does Josh McDaniels do as as the play caller here? Because he he ran some pretty electric... um, sets in denver when he was the head coach when they had tim tebow yeah. who's a mobile quarterback mm-hmm. um yeah and, and despite 
Cam is the, good. Yeah. Good. No, I was just saying, this, and despite the age and some of the the lost mobility and athleticism, Cam is still leagues above athleticism, athleticism wise than that Brady. So it's like a whole different kind of quarterback. It's a whole different kind of quarterback. Um, yeah. I I think that their pros here is that you you got a quarterback with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. And a big chip on his shoulder. This tells me Belichick isn't going to try to tank. Like he's trying to compete. Sure. Yeah. Out of the gate. I think this, uh, on paper, on quick analysis, this looks really good for a guy like James White. Mm-hmm. Uh, because yeah, Cam Newton that. throws the ball to the running back a lot on yeah. dump offs. It looks really mm-hmm. bad for guys like Sony Michelle because Cam's yeah. going to take, in theory, throughout his career, has taken goal line carries away from running backs. Yeah. Uh, but again, it depends on how McDaniels calls things. Uh, the other yeah. thing is so much of, and this is, I don't know if this is the Patriot way or if this is uh, just Brady, but so much his, of the Patriots offense is timing based and accuracy based sure. with Brady. You don't have those things with Cam Newton. He's not an incredibly mm-hmm. accurate quarterback and sure. he's never ran in a system at least thus far. That's really strictly timing based. Sure. So, but then again, the Patriots defense was really good last year. And if yeah. they're really good this year, and you can just you know if you can just get something out of the offense, because last year they didn't really get anything out of the offense. Sure. For whatever reason, it didn't click. I don't know what necessarily it was that didn't click, but you have uh, you got Edelman, you got Nikhil Harry, uh, mm-hmm. James White. There's targets there for Cam. Yeah. He's and he's proven to be decent without good receivers around him. Yeah. Um, the other thing I'm wondering about this is. what one like you took a very unapologetically black quarterback in cam newton and you're putting him in a very Mm -hmm. racist sports city in boston Boston, and i'm really curious what that looks like uh if if things don't go well early Mm -hmm. if they lose a couple games out of the gate what happens that could that could be rough yeah um and the other piece about this is honestly like i don't know we all know what Cam Newton does well and what he doesn't do well, and we know yep. we know what he is, but we don't yeah, know what Jared do. Stidham really is. And I wonder if there are parts of the offense that might have been better tailored to Jared Stidham, having a sure. year sitting under Brady and learning the offense and taking reps and practice and building yeah. some sort of rapport with these guys. I wonder if Stidham Probably. would have been a better fit just to run with than maybe, but they but they Cam. have time to kind of to to change things up a little bit at least, right? I think so. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. I have plenty of yeah, time no, really, that's but... a, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, I it seemed like he was kind of the heir apparent. Whether or not maybe uh, New England was has been looking for somebody else this whole time, and maybe had their eyes on Cam Newton for a while, and just you know, no one really knew about it. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, you want to you want to hear a stat that's just gonna make you angry? Sure. So take the salary this year of Cam Newton. Yeah. And the salary of Jameis Winston backing up Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Put them together, and you still don't have the salary made by Chase Daniel. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> that's so really rough. if if Chase you're... Daniel, I don't, I don't even know where Chase Daniel is now. I'm sure you do, but I don't. I know he's on Philly. You really? I don't know where he is. Oh, I God, I I have no idea. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So I mean, if, if 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 people look at the NFL and they say, okay, like black quarterbacks aren't Lions. aren't disrespected. They're yeah. very disrespected. Let's call it, let's call it what it is here. Of course they are. It's yeah. incredible how how a, yeah. a forty. T- I mean, look at yeah. a forty touchdown guy like like Jameis Winston last year. Granted, he had a lot of picks too. 
Sure. And and just look at a couple years ago, Lamar Jackson, before he got drafted, teams were asking him to play receiver. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? <laughs> and now look at him. He's the MVP last year. Yep. Uh, yeah. And no, that, that is a segue, sir. You did a great job there because we are talking the AFC North today. Yeah. There we go. Um, Perfect. So I don't know. Um, basically what I have is I made a list of, of the teams and uh, who's new, like what they've gained, who they lost. Sure who they drafted mm-hmm. some questions that I think I'm going to let you try to, to get to the bottom of. Sure. Um, and then we can kind of go over, I'm assuming, I don't know how you have it. So who will start at the bottom. Yeah. And I'm assuming we both okay. have the same team on the bottom here. I, I would imagine we do the, yeah. the Cincinnati Bengals. That would be the Bengals. Uh, yes. I'm not very high on the Bengals personally. No, I mean, why would you be? But I mean, to be fair, they, I think they drafted well and they, and they, 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 um, Brought in some pieces that are that are on their like a defensive line, especially that are, that are, that will improve them. But I mean, they're not gonna they're not gonna get out of the last place spot. I don't see that happening. I don't see it either. So if you look yeah. at the Bengals, they gained uh, this year. They they signed Mackenzie Alexander. They signed Von mm-hmm. Bell, which I thought was a great yeah. a great move at safety. Sure. Um, they signed DJ Reader. They yeah. got Trey Waynes from Minnesota yeah. to play mm-hmm. corner. They kind of revamped that entire secondary really, yeah. um, and they franchised AJ Green. Yep. Um, keeping him in in the toe there. Uh, they lost, however, Tyler Eifert. Whether I mean, yeah. who knows how big of a loss that really is because he hasn't played a full yeah. season in a while. Sure. Uh, they lost Cordy Glenn, John Miller, Andrew Billings, Drake Kirkpatrick, Dirk Weese, Denard. So they lost marginal players. Yeah. For the most part, they gained um, Von Bell. They get AJ Green back yeah. healthy. Yep. And then the draft that you referred to, so they took the number one pick, Joe Burrow. Yeah. They got T. Higgins in the beginning of the second round, which is a steal. Yeah, I think it was a great. Uh, pick. Logan Wilson, the heir apparent to AJ AJ Green. Yeah, Logan Wilson yeah. to play linebacker. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where they're going to play him. If they're going to play him in the middle, if they're going to play him on the the strong side yet. I think it depends sure. on where they really see Jermaine Pratt. Yeah. Um, and then Akeem Jonah, Akeem Davis Gaither. Jonah Williams too. Jonah Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say that? Yeah. I, did, I didn't say that, but okay. Um, and then Akeem Davis Gaither to be an edge rusher. Yes. Um, yeah. Which is going to help them because they need a pass rush. Yeah, um, that's right. Because I don't know how much longer Carlos Dunlop can do it. He was amazing last year, but I mean, what was he like thirty-five or something? Like yeah, that? I just don't know how long yeah. he can do it. So yeah, you got to sure. always build the future. Sam Hubbard looks fantastic, though. Sure, as a yeah. building block. Um, yeah, they still have Lawson and Atkins, and they picked up Reader. So I mean, that's a that's a solid line, defensive line. It's definitely not bad. So my my yeah. questions here: the, the first one is how. How good is Joe Burrow going to be your one? That's a tough question. I um, it all depends on if his line can protect him because I think, I think the key to his success in LSU was the fact that he could move around in the pocket so well and and, and I mean he did a great job at at uh, picking up the pressure and and knowing where where to move and such. But I mean still that's LSU's line was was really good. Um, and, and Cincinnati's line is not that great. So you know when they run up against a team in their conference that has a really good defensive line or anywhere in the NFL, you, you worry a little bit about Joe Burrow getting beat up. I would at least. Um, I, w- I, I worry about a team like the Steelers who have a really young and aggressive Steelers, defense yeah, that, sure. that might just, yeah, they, watch, they might just TJ, pin their ears TJ back. Watt's going to get, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, you know, I like some of the pieces they have. So, so if he can't get the protection, I mean, I, li- I, I like, I like Mixon and, and green and green a, f- a full season of AJ Green along with Higgins and, and Tyler Boyd and 
uh, possibly uh, John Ross if he can actually play a season. Um, they have some weapons, you know. They they do. If 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 they can, if he can stay upright, I, I could see him having a pretty solid year. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Um, my my issue with Burrow is the same thing we said in our draft preview and our draft recap is that he did it for one year. Yeah, sure. And it's not like he didn't play mm-hmm. other seasons. So he yeah. he looked horrible until this year sure. where he broke just every yeah. record in the book. So which, which is the real Joe Burrow? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, can Joe Mixon come back? Because uh, he had a bad mean, year. He had a bad year. Yeah, he had a bad year until the end. I believe at the, the end of the year he actually – I think he was hurt for most of the year. I'm not sure what his injury was offhand, but um, towards the end, he actually he played pretty well from what I remember. So I think he can come back. I think he's a super talented running back. I think he just was was banged up, and I mean he rushed for a he rushed for almost 1,200 yards last year. Quietly, really quietly. Quietly. Yeah. Yeah. Five touchdowns. Uh, yeah, five touchdowns. Um, I think he'll be fine. I'm not too worried about about Joe Mixon. I mean, but I, I mean, there's talk of him holding out, but I don't see that happening either. I'm curious what happens if he holds out. I think there, you might see more guys holding out just that are in that contract yeah. gap just because of that's the COVID true. too. Yeah, yeah. That's and just say true. like, well, okay, like I was going to hold out anyway, and now this is on, on there. So yeah, maybe they do it. The final question about the Bengals: Can that defense hang with offenses in the North? The Ravens have an offense. The Steelers have an offense. The Browns on yeah. paper have an offense. Can uh, they? Can that defense keep them those three teams under control enough to let? You know, to stay in games, or is it just going to be on Burrow to score points? I don't think so, and that's probably why we both have them in last place. So how many games do you uh, see him winning then? Well, you know, the all, I was looking at the strength of schedule of all four teams, and they are all they all have really easy schedules. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati has the hardest of the four, and this is based on, like, CBS's uh, whatever, however they, they tally that up, however they, they're uh, – Whatever. Anyway, uh, Cincinnati is like the twenty seventh easiest, so hmm. or you know the the fifth easiest. Whatever it is. Um, how many games would they win? I don't know. I don't know how many they're going to win in conference. They might take one or two at home against Cleveland, or you know, um, and and then they play teams like uh, the Giants. That's you know, I mean, maybe four four or five games, maybe. Um, and like we were talking about, they do have some some good pass rushers. I mean, if Dunlop can can uh, continue what he did last year, he had a great year last year. Um, and they have a that Breeder is a big signing, and Geno Atkins is still there, and Sam Hubbard looks like a good lineman. So, I mean, they can get to the quarterback, possibly. You know, you worry about the rest of the, the team. The linebackers aren't super great. Um, you got ancient Josh Bynes and, and some young young <laughs> guys like Pratt. and uh, They're pretty high on Pratt and, and Wilson, though. Wilson. They are, they are. But, I mean, they're still really young. Um and then Von Von Bell is a big signing, so I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be super surprised if they pulled out a couple big wins against you know Pittsburgh and Cleveland and maybe even Baltimore, but they're still going to be last place. Yeah, I, I I got them somewhere around two or three wins. Really, two or three? Okay. I I don't believe in Joe Burrow. Okay. Um, that, I think I think even with weapons, I think he's I think teams are going to come after him hard, and I don't know if that line is mature enough to be able to keep him upright. And sure. Burrow never really got put on his back a whole lot his senior year. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, and I think I got a feeling he's going to get rattled if he gets 
popped a few times. And we're talking about guys like TJ Watt and Matt Judon. No, I I totally, yeah. uh, I mean, guys who, they're going to be gunning for him in that division. So I agree. Who do you have next? I've gone back and forth between two and three. Um, And I'm still not really sure, but I think I'm going to pick Cleveland as as number three. I have that. And and there's a a chance they could sneak into the playoffs. Well, I'd have to look at everything else. Probably not. But but I think they're going to be a, a much better team than they were last year yeah i have them third too but i don't have them third yeah. by a lot sure so yeah. I mean, if, I, and i wouldn't be surprised if they were second if, if pittsburgh and them uh flipped it I, i'm assuming that we both picked pittsburgh yeah second. i would I, ahead I'd, of be surpri- but, uh, I'd be know. surprised but um if cleveland and pittsburgh switched yeah because I, I, I think pittsburgh's yeah. gonna be a lot better this year but so yeah cleveland yeah. cleveland made moves mm-hmm. man cleveland made it moves did. again uh yeah. so they signed austin hooper yeah they signed Jack Conklin, mm-hmm. Adrian that's Claiborne, Andrew yeah, Billings away from Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Uh, Kevin Johnson, Carl Joseph, Andrew Sandejo, and then Case Keenum. Yeah, Case Keenum's an important piece there because it's good to have a, a solid veteran quarterback. You could make an argument that Case Keenum is an upper tier backup in this league. Yeah, most definitely. So, yeah, the guys they that. lost were Demetrius Harris. So they basically flipped tight ends. Demetrius Harris yeah. out, Austin Hooper in. Uh, but they lost yeah. Christian Kirksey and Joe Schobert from the linebacking core. They lost Eric yeah. Murray and Demarius Randall out of the secondary. Mm-hmm. So then the draft. So the draft is uh, Jedrick Wills. So they addressed mm-hmm. the uh, both sides, the, the tackle, with uh, with Wills on one side and then Conklin on the other. Yeah. Uh, they drafted Grant Delpit, uh, yep. Jacob Phillips, who's a linebacker. And uh, I think one of the steals of the draft was the center from uh, University of Washington. Uh, what's his name? Nick Wilson. Yeah, okay, um, sure. Who I think is a really good... Or Nick Harris, not Wilson. Nick Harris. Um, Nick Harris. Who's a really good... Uh, I thought he was a really good center in the Pac-12. So. Yeah. So they definitely addressed the line, which we've said countless times on this podcast, talking about yeah, the Cleveland Browns. that's what they needed to do. That they yeah. needed to get rid of Kitchens and, and beef up the line. Well, they got rid and of Kitchens, they, those things. they yeah. beefed up the line. So, my first question. What are we going to expect out of Baker Mayfield this year? Uh, well, I think he's going to be closer to year one than he was last year. I think last year was the absolute worst situation for a young quarterback like Baker Mayfield. Um, especially someone that kind of gets, uh, maybe gets a little too heady, a little too uh, full of himself and, and, and riding high after year one. And, and, uh, especially with the, the turmoil that was going on year one, there's a lot going on year one too. And, and to be fair to him, he, he, he played really well, um, even with the turmoil there, um, but then I, I mean, it's it was obvious. Freddie Kitchens is not a starting or not a co- uh, uh, head coach material at all. He just isn't. He was horrible. Or an offensive Clay coordinator, horrible. Really. Or offensive. He he really just shouldn't be a coach in the NFL. I I don't think. Um, and it was kind of a disaster and uh, and set them back a lot. Um, I think Stefanski was a was a great hire. I think he's a pretty solid coach, and and it looks like they're doing the right things already. So. Um, I, I think he's going to be a little more like year one. I, I still like Mayfield as a as a quarterback. Um, yeah, yeah. I I don't disagree with you. Um, I mean, I've been very outspoken about not liking Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. uh, but I think yeah. that he he has a really good potential to rebound. I don't know if he'll be as electric necessarily as he was that first year. I think he was pretty polarizing that first year, where he when he was on, he was just an incredible prospect. Yeah, um, and he had his down. 
times two. I mean, to be fair, he was a rookie quarterback, but yeah, um, he just I don't know how much of it was Kitchen's play calling or how much of it was just in his head with that line and the play call and just he just yeah. got battered last con- year. It was all of them, yeah. The line, all those things combined. Kitchens so I just I horrible. hope Kitchens. I hope Kitchens for their sake. Good situations. Yeah, yeah, I hope for their sake that that this is fixable. Because mm-hmm. what I don't like seeing really ever, and, and I don't like Baker Mayfield, but I don't want to see it happen to him, is have a bad year where all these things kind of snowball on him and he never gets back to where that promise he was showing. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. that's happened yeah. to a lot of quarterbacks, and it it wouldn't be t- totally shocking to see it happen to Baker. I think there's enough weapons around him, and I think Stefanski's a good enough coach that mm-hmm. he'll rebound. Yeah. Um, I just don't think that team... That team on paper is talented enough to be as good as anybody in the division. I just don't see the chemistry between yeah, everybody there to, to get tell. to get over the hump. Um, yep. Who's going to play linebacker on this team? No, yeah, uh, gra- exactly. granted, have a lot of young guys. Granted, Christian Kirksey was out last year. He got hurt. He's been hurt a mm-hmm. lot during his career, but he's played really well at a high level when he is on the field for Cleveland. They obviously yeah. don't want to build around Kirksey because he kept getting hurt, so they let him go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Joe Schobert, however. Was, yeah, he was a good very underrated and did mm-hmm. a lot for this team. He led the team in tackles. He, I, if I'm not mistaken, he was right there in interceptions behind, I believe, yeah. Denzel Ward. Um, yeah, they're both gone. They drafted uh, Jacob Phillips. Jacob Phillips. That's yeah. about all they've done there. They 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 signed. Well, they had a, they had a couple of draft picks from last year. They had Mac Wilson and. Uh, Taki Taki, which are both pretty early draft. I think they're third rounders, maybe. Do you like those guys? And I think that I don't know much about them enough to to know if I like them, but apparently they like them enough. So <laughs> uh, I don't know. And then I think they sent B.J. Goodson is probably what you're gonna say. Yeah. Uh, who's not a really great linebacker from what I've everything that I've noticed. They have a ton of they have a ton of solid safeties. So I wonder if they're gonna maybe maybe move safeties around more, like bring safeties up into the box more. Um, and not rely on those linebackers. I don't really know what their what their uh, defense strategy is, but I mean they might they might end up doing that with a guy like Delpit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. They have Delpit, Sandejo, they have Carl Joseph, average uh, defensive backs, but um, yeah, Sandejo's pretty good though. Sandejo had a, yeah, a, a, a pretty sure. good run that's, there, that's, and he, he's familiar with Stefanski, so yeah. Um. So assuming everyone's healthy. And this was yep. one of the same issues I had last year with this team: is are there enough targets to keep everybody health, keep everybody happy, not healthy, happy? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um... And the reason I ask this is because Stefanski is a very balanced play caller, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. putting it really conservatively. Yeah. Um, he definitely leans. He likes to run. I think he leans more to the run in the pass mm-hmm. and tries to use the play action, um, yeah. which is incredibly smart in this day and age in football, especially when you have a running back like Nick Chubb, who I think is severely sure. underrated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the hope is Jarvis Landry is going to be the target guy. He's going to get the short, the short passes. Um, and, and, and Beckham, if all goes well, will be the guy that gets the big plays. Um, that's, that's what he's always been kind of like that. Right. I mean, I mean, I don't think, I think he would be happy if he's scoring touchdowns, but not, catching the ball as much as like Landry or whatnot, or getting as many targets as long as he's actually ca- involved week to week and maybe scoring the ball, whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I, I, can I, can't, I don't, I don't think Hooper's really, I, I don't think Hooper really cares whether or not he's getting a bunch of balls thrown his way, but I'm sure he will. I think that um, was, that was one of the worst signings in the entire free agency. Yeah. That was a lot, a lot of, 
a lot of money. It's a whole yeah. lot of money for a guy who has the exact yeah. same skill set as a guy you have there on a rookie contract. Sure. Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't think you're going to see that much. I, I just don't. With Landry and mm-hmm. Beckham there, I just mm-hmm. don't see Austin Hooper being really that relevant. Probably In the not, way that Stefanski runs his, his offense. He runs two tight end sets, right, though? He runs a lot of two tight end sets, but yeah. I mean, like, look at last year. Yeah, like, how much? Them, how much yeah. did Rudolph and Irv Smith really impact games? Sure, that's true. You know, it was it was Diggs and Thielen, the receivers, yeah. and it's going right. to be Landry and Beckham. And then he, yeah, and, he, and and then you still got Cream Hunt there too, who, Oof, who will obviously man. take yeah. take take uh, some carries, but he'll take a lot of targets as well. But I mean, it's good to have that problem if you can keep everybody happy. Um, Certainly. And I, and I think with Mayfield getting more time, there's it's a much better chance of more time in the pocket, more uh, better line, which they obviously have a better line now. At least it's a reason um, to be optimistic if you're a Cleveland Browns sure. fan, because Brown I think yeah. I think you had ridiculous <clears throat> yeah. optimism last year, and people saying they were going to go to the Super Bowl, and just because yeah. they got Odell Beckham, and and again, like when has Odell Beckham ever played for a winning team? Sure, yeah. it doesn't happen very sure. often. Um, mm-hmm. So. Generally speaking, uh, a star receiver is not going to make your team. There's lots yeah. of great star receivers who just don't win games, don't win Super Bowls. So that's true. Um, but the, I think they drafted really well this year. I think they made some really yeah. heady moves in free agency. I would have loved to see them, you know, keep Schobert, keep Schobert, <laughs> or, yeah. or or at least keep Kirksey on a on a on a yeah. small uh, one year two year deal or something some stability in that position but yeah definitely that's um, their big weak, weak spot and there's the miles garrett cloud hanging over him still because i mean yeah, i haven't forgotten true. no i no, know the steelers was, haven't no. forgotten and they get to play the steelers twice yep and yep. that brings us to pittsburgh oh I, so the yeah. brown i have the browns at eight and eight i don't know where you have them necessarily i have my eight and eight i think that i wouldn't be surprised me to see him go nine and seven it wouldn't surprise me to see him go as low as like six and ten sure um Again, they have a pretty easy schedule. I mean, they're playing guys like the Giants, Cincinnati twice, Jacksonville, Indy. Indy's going to be all right. Denver, Washington. I don't know. Yeah, I could see 8-8. Eight and eight. That's probably about right. Some, maybe 9-6, and six, like you said. Nine it's, some, it's somewhere in there. It, it just depends. Because yeah, the thing sure. is, there's always a team that jumps it's a out. Tough conference, too. There's always a team that jumps out that look, on paper looks bad and ends up being significantly right. better. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe it's the Giants. Probably yeah. not, but yeah. maybe it's the Giants. Maybe, maybe it's the Redskins. Sure. Maybe it's, I mean, who knows? Yeah. Um, NFL has a lot of parody yeah. to a certain extent. So, sure. The Steelers, the Steelers were That's also right. active. So the Steelers, their gains they signed uh, Eric Ebron. Yeah. Chris Wormley in a trade with uh, with Baltimore. They got Derek Watt to play fullback. <laughs> this, yeah. You know, two of the three Watt brothers. They franchised Bud Dupree. That yeah. was their number one priority mm-hmm. in uh, in the off season. They signed uh, Stefan Wisniewski to be a guard um their most important uh additions though are just getting guys healthy yeah is getting ben roethlisberger back healthy getting james connor back healthy um just getting everyone back healthy this team is incredibly talented they just had really horrible injury luck last year yeah, they did. Um, as far as their losses go, they uh, they cut ties with Mark Barron and Artie Burns, Nick Vanette, uh, Javon Hargrave. Nothing horrible yeah. there. Uh, their draft was no. was was quiet. They, they went out and got Chase Claypool, who was a big-bodied receiver from Notre Dame. 
yeah. uh, kind of fits what they do at receiver. They went and got Alex Highsmith. They got Anthony McFarland, who a lot of the, the fantasy writers are talking about is going to be the heir apparent to be the running back there. Sure. I, I mean, every year there's Same, a new yeah. guy there that's the heir apparent. So it's it, it's yeah. hard to say. Um, yeah. I think a lot of it depends on health again. Sure. Yeah, so, if Connor can stay healthy. He seems to get banged up a lot, but who knows? So they're healthy. Roethlisberger's yeah. healthy. Yep. In theory, we haven't seen him actually throw the ball, but he's in on paper, he's healthy. James sure. Conner is healthy in a contract mm-hmm. year. What do we expect out of this offense? Uh, well, I mean, it should be a great offense. Should be <laughs> I worry a little bit about Juju because ever since Antonio Brown left, he hasn't really quite looked like that number 1. He like he was great when when he was he was next to Antonio Brown and he was kind of average last year and then I think he got hurt towards the end of the year. Um, and it, also, he was having, you know, had Mason uh, Rudolph throwing to him for a while, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and Duck Hodges. And Duck Hodges. Uh, so I guess I, I worry a little bit about that, if, if he can be a true number one. I think he can. Um, I really like Deontay Johnson, and um, James Washington's pretty underrated receiver as well. Uh, I think this offense could be really good if, if, they, if they stay healthy and, uh, and, and really click. Because Juju's a great talent, and so do you, James Conner's a good running back. Do you think Deontay is the the clear number two on that team? Well, I mean, not yet. He could be. I I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if James Washington came out as the two number two. Um, I don't know about Claypool. He seems like he's more of like a tight end type, but maybe he's a little. Sp- I I don't know. Um, who else do they have? Is that it for receivers? They don't have like a ton of receivers. I have no um, idea who else is on that that roster. To be that, honest with you, that's that's it really. Juju Johnson, Washington Claypool. Um, I think Deontay Johnson is the most talented out of all those guys, so I I think he'll end up being the number two at some point. Personally, I don't know. It's hard to say. He looked he looked really good at times last year, and he looked really bad mm-hmm. at times last year. Yeah. And granted, he was a rookie, so I get it. You know. Sure. Um, and again, he never got to play with Roethlisberger, so. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, not really. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's. I think it'll be. I, th- I think they could be really good. I think they have the weapons. Uh, whether or not they put it together, I don't know. What if if Ben, ha- uh, you know, still still has it. I'm sure he does, but but he's getting up there in age as well. I think it's going to be an interesting season for them because they. The window with Ben is a year or two. Sure. Yeah. So they're going to need someone on that offense to step up and be the guy. Yeah. Um, whether it's Juju getting back to the way he was a couple of years ago, whether it's Deontay Johnson or, or Washington or Claypool or one of these guys. I think Ebron at tight end helps him a lot. Mm-hmm. Gives him a good red zone target. But Eric Ebron's also had two good years and a bunch of bad years. Yeah, definitely. So, and I... I, I three hands, right? Yeah, right. Uh, and the running back situation, I just I don't like it there. Like I like James Conner, I think he's really talented, but he's always banged up. Yeah, he's if he's up. healthy, they're in great shape. If he's sure. not healthy, I don't think any of the guys on that roster are no. any good at all. I don't think Anthony no. McFarland is any good. I don't think that Jalen Samuels yeah. is any good, and I don't think that Benny Snell is any good. No, they're all. Yeah, I mean Samuels is is all right at catching passes. He's not a good running back. He's not good at running between the tackles or anything like that. Benny Snell is just kind of a slug. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I don't know much about McFarland, so I can't really talk into that. But I, don't, I, I just he's, I he's think kind of a smaller running back, right? Yeah, my my, yeah. my big issues this year is that there were so many running backs in this draft class, and people sure. are thinking that these running backs are the greatest thing in the world, and I just don't see it. I think there's a ha- there's a, a very small handful of running backs in this draft class that are going to be really good, and they're mostly yeah, top loaded. Yeah, you I know. think maybe four or five, and then it drops way off. I mean, I think you you really are talking about got like, a lot of gadget guys, like Edwards Hilaire and. Uh, Jonathan Taylor and DeAndre Swift, yeah. and then after that, it, it kind of is a little bit of a crapshoot, Do- you know. I think Dobbins, Dobbins and Acres, I think are in that list too. I think those are the five, and then after that, who knows? Yeah, personally. Yeah, I anyway. I don't I don't disagree. Um, yeah, I just don't I, yeah. I don't think Anthony McFarland has a really clear path unless Connor misses no. the entire year. Sure, I agree. Um, I have him sitting at nine and seven. I could see him going higher if the offense clicks. I worry about yeah. injuries. Sure. Yeah, I and mean, that's a big worry for them because they seem to get hit with a lot. But I mean, their their defense is so good that I mean that could carry them through some games and stuff. That's a full season with Minka Fitzpatrick back there. Sure. Uh, yeah. Alongside Edmonds at safety. Yeah. And 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 Devin Bush or not Devin Bush. Uh, yeah, Devin Bush. Um, Devin Bush. Yes, Devin Bush getting a, a whole another year. I think another year under the belt. Um, he was kind of. I think he started off the year pretty well last year, and then and then was was pulled with on some snaps just because I think he was he had some rookie issues going on. But he but had I, he I had some coverage great, issues. Sure, I think he's a great linebacker, and 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 if he can put it together, that's a really dangerous piece right there. I agree. And that brings us to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, yeah, the consensus uh, top top team in this division, the Ravens. Um, not horribly active in free agency and trade. Uh, no. But the moves they made were interesting. I thought they traded for Calais Campbell, yeah, which is yeah. a I think a great move. They franchised yeah, Matt definitely. Judon, which I thought was a great move. Mm-hmm. Um, and they went out and they got Jimmy Smith and Derek Wolf and Giad Ward. The guys they yeah. lost I think are interesting because they they lost a lot of role players, guys like Brandon Carr and Demata Pico, Michael Pierce, mm-hmm. uh, Seth Roberts, who actually played quite a bit at receiver last year for him. Sure. The two big losses, I think, and one's not really going to hurt him that bad, is trading Hayden Hurst to Atlanta. No, that uh, won't, I yeah. like Hayden Hurst a lot. I think he's going to do really well in Atlanta. Sure, uh, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really hurt what the Ravens are doing. Um, the one that does no. hurt them is the retirement of Marshall Yanda. Sure, um, because the offense was so electric, having the anchor of the line retire could really yeah. hurt them. But then they go out, and they do yeah. what the Ravens do, and they have an incredibly solid draft. Sure. And I only wrote down four guys that they drafted, but I think all four of them are going to be in the next year to two years are going to be studs in this league. Yeah. And that's Patrick Queen, the linebacker, Mm -hmm. J.K. Dobbins, the running back, Devin DuVernay, uh, the slot receiver, and Malik Harrison, the outside linebacker. Sure, yeah. I think those are all home run picks. um, Yeah, I agree. Given the right expectations. So knowing that that Malik Harrison – uh, I almost said Harrison. Malik Harrison's a old basketball player for the Ducks. <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. Malik Harrison, uh, just knowing that he's not going to be a, a Von Miller type player, if you don't put that kind of expectation on him, but you want a solid outside linebacker, he reminds me a lot of Thomas Davis, but with more pass rush. Okay, yeah. That's um, uh, a win. Uh, Duvernay. Yeah. Duvernay is not going to be uh, an Odell Beckham or a DeAndre yeah. Hopkins or one of these type of guys, but he's going to be a solid slot receiver, and he could, you know, he could easily catch somewhere between you know sixty and, and eighty balls in the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, yeah. J.K. Dobbins is the future at running back there, um, yes. because Ingram yeah. is getting older, and Ingram is on a contract year, and uh, yep. they they yeah. 
they were looking for somebody electric. J.K. Dobbins is electric. Yeah, and we talked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Patrick, Patrick, I like Patrick Queen a lot. I think Patrick Queen might be one of the best linebackers in the in the class. Um, sure. I think he is uh, was severely underrated coming out of LSU. Um, mm-hmm. And I think he kind of fits that that hole that's been there since uh, Ray Lewis retired. So. Yeah. So all that being said, lots of moves. Um, is their line going to stay as solid without Yanda? Do you think? Do you think they can they can kind of mesh together and 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 protect Lamar? Yeah, I mean to be fair, I don't know as much about li- offensive line players as maybe as as you do, um, but obviously it it hurts to lose a great lineman like that. So um, I, if I mean I guess if I was a Baltimore fan, I would be a little nervous that that they wouldn't put it together and. And maybe it would be a, a little harder on Lamar Jackson, but mm-hmm. I, I got to think that this this team is pretty well set up to figure out a way to, to cancel out any problems that might arise based on that. So I'd agree. I agree. I bet they'll be fine. Um, yeah, I bet they'll be fine in that in that sense. Okay. What about uh, what about Lamar? You think he's going to regress a little bit? Regress? Yeah. I mean, I guess you can't get any better than how he was last year. So I mean, you I guess there so. could be a little. I guess there could be a little regression, and and even if there is a little regression, that's still a, I mean, that, that's still like an MVP quality quarterback, even even with a little regression. So, I'm sure you'll expect a little bit. He won't be as great as he was last year, probably, um, but I think he's he's a great quarterback in general. So I, I don't see any problems with Lamar Jackson. I think the smartest thing they can do is run the ball more. Yeah, and I think they will with Ingram uh, and like Dobbins said, and Gus just Edwards. Like you said, and... mm-hmm. Just like you said, Ingram is is on a, is at the end of his contract. Um, clearly, he's probably not going to be with Baltimore next year. Who knows? But guess I mean not next year, but you know the year after. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're gonna they're gonna use him. They're gonna use him a lot, and they're gonna they're gonna spell him with J.K. Dobbins, and they're both gonna get a lot of play. And I think you're right. They're probably gonna run the ball a little more. Um, I think they should. They don't also don't have a, a yeah. true number one receiver, so it's no. They you, don't. You, you got to remember yeah. that that Lamar Jackson put up those stats last year without a sure. true number one receiver. I th- yeah, I think Mark Edward, Edwards Andrews is their number one receiver. Really, yeah. I mean, Marquise Brown is not a number one receiver in any sense of the, in sense of it, but he's a gr- he's a great receiver. I mean, he's perfect for their team. But I mean, other than that, they have you know Willie Sneed and Miles Boykin and uh, like you said, du- uh, Duvernay and and the other guy they drafted uh, Proch Prochet. Yeah, he. I don't know how much of the field he'll see necessarily. He probably won't, but but I mean, there's but it's not like um, they have a ton there, so who knows? Maybe he will. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, stuff. But I love their offense still. I mean, and and if they ever got like a true number one, I don't know. If, I don't even know if if they need a true number one. If that's really their offense is having, you know, a true number one receiver. I mean, I, I can't imagine it would hurt, but. They, they, it worked last year. I don't think it would one, hurt so. them. It, it certainly <laughs> no, would not hurt not. them to yeah. have a uh, of course not a legit number one. Sure, or even a guy that's like like you know not thought of as a number one, but really is a number one. A guy like Robert Woods or somebody, you know. Sure, that would be big for them. Yeah. Um, I have them at eleven right. and five. I think they're going. Yeah, I think okay. they're going to regress slightly, but uh, they're still the they're still the top they team the, in the north. They have the they have the easiest the easiest schedule in the league. So yeah, that's I mean crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, I I see eleven. It, it could be a little bit of a. Uh, yeah, they could they could rever, uh, revert back a little bit, but I, but I think they'll be fine. Well, the other thing I think is that that 
progressive. John Harbaugh is not an idiot, and I think he knows that last year that team just kind of ran out of gas. Sure. Come playoff time, so yeah, you know, yeah, that's right. Maybe to, you know, it helps drafting a guy like Dobbins because you can give Ingram some spells and, and and let him sit for a bit, and and Duvernay gives another receiver that can help you know cycle through. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think realistically, if this team is is got the division pretty much sewed up, they need to sit Lamar and make sure his body's right for the playoffs because he runs yeah. a lot and he takes yeah, a lot no, of hits. Definitely, and he yeah, uh, save him for the playoffs and then and then unleash him, unleash him in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean that's the best thing that Kansas City had going for him last year was that Mahomes, Mahomes got hurt. They treaded water yeah. while he was hurt, and he came back. And th- those couple weeks off were just off the field meant he wasn't getting hit. Yep, that's right. And it, it just went a long way. So. Mm-hmm. So that's the North. Um, I don't know if we'll do it next week, but soon we'll do the NFC North. Yeah, we have, we have time. We can. I mean, we can like intersperse them here and there. I'm sure we will. But yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, sure. What have you been up to, Case? You been watching anything good? Watched anything good? We watched. Uh, man, what have we watched? We have watched uh, the Great Dictator. Did I mention mm-hmm. that? I didn't mention that in the last. I podcast, thought you mentioned I? it last week. You... I may have mentioned that. Yes. Did. Um, yeah, <laughs> and after that, it was uh, Stargate. We watched Stargate. That's I think right. those are the those are still the movies we have watched. We finished Stargate yesterday. Okay. So, um, I mean, that was a fun movie. I've never seen it before. Uh, super cheesy, fun sci-fi. That was that was enjoyable to watch. Other than that, we've just been kind of um, squeaking through movies, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm not sure what's next on the list. What about you guys? The Wire. The Wire, Just all right. The Wire still, we're on so season three. So what do you three. want now? Season three, great. Season three, taking it slow. Oh, a, did they have four seasons, five? five? I don't remember. Five seasons, okay. Yeah. Five. Yeah, uh, great show. This, this is a good season. Um, I think Melissa thinks it's a little more boring. I like it a lot, so yeah. Um, I keep telling her it gets better. So Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how much. <laughs> you're, at the, you're at the very last episode. You're like, it, it, I swear, it gets better. It gets better, I promise. Wait, this, this is it, I swear. Um... Yeah, man, but that's, I mean, I, I think that that's about it. I'm really just looking forward to, to baseball and basketball being back and having something, sure. something yeah. to watch that's not. Yeah, and baseball is what, coming up a couple of week or two? I, July, I, I have to look. Something I don't like remember. That. I think it's like the 14th yeah. was the 14th? return sure. date. Yeah. Um, basketball is the 30th. Hey, happy birthday, me. That's right. Too bad the Blazers <laughs> don't play on the 30th. I know, they play on the 31st, yeah. but it's all right. It's, it's, right. A, it's a late birthday present for you. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, as long as, you know, COVID doesn't go crazy. Yeah. In the meantime. Yeah, we'll see about that. Um, yeah, man, I'm just excited about baseball. And I think it'd, it'd be fun to sit here and, and try to do a baseball preview. I don't know if we could necessarily sure. do oh, one. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe we could yeah. just do like a really broad baseball sure. preview one of these weeks. Yeah. Uh, cause I think it's going team by team. Isn't going to work. Cause I think we're both so out of the, the loop on things. I'm so out of it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, but I would love to talk a little bit about your A's and I would love to talk a little bit about my sure. Braves, obviously. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and we'll, you know, some of the bigger storylines, maybe we'll, we'll throw that sure. out there in a couple of weeks. And we'll, and we'll probably do a questions episode at some point, maybe. Right. Yeah, I think so. And then, and then number 50 is coming right up. Who knows what we got going oh God, there. Who so. knows? Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Yikes. 
Well, that's about all we got for you this week. Thanks to the Stubborn Lovers for letting us use their music for the intro-outro. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, whether it is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Uh, find us on Twitter at C.W. McGrath. That's Casey at Volcom Pancake. That's me at Losers Gracious. That's the pod. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, you probably don't know if Casey will put a picture of uh, his beer <laughs> today. I, yeah. He's not going to put a picture of my right. bourbon because that bourbon's empty sure. now. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got a beautiful crystal glass if you want to put an empty glass picture up. There you go. Uh, yeah, you know, that's something. There uh, was bourbon here. There, yeah, bourbon was here. A little sign in the back. Appreciate <laughs> um, your stomach. It's now here. <laughs> Make, not, make sure you like share and uh, subscribe sure. us on uh, sure. wherever you get your podcast it helps people across the country and across the world find us um, and it makes us feel good when we see people like what we're putting out there so um, yeah. that being said we'll talk to you guys next week 